0: and roll choke. motherfuckers it's episode 117 choke on my dick. of the choke on my dick cast uh no the playstation report i'm frank <laughs> alongside tyler we're having quite the time right now and it is it is quite the time mm-hmm. tyler e3 is this starts this weekend man it starts does. on saturday it does. Saturday, uh, I think it's like eleven o'clock Pacific. Adjust yep. that to wherever you at. And I think that's EA, correct? Yep. EA's Saturday. They all, they all want to blow their load first. Oh man, it's. Do I they have a lot to
1: blow though?
0: I don't know that they do. Um, other than Anthem, I don't know what they could bring that is exciting.
1: Battlefield Five.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that could be exciting if they have some more stuff to reveal about that. Oh, man. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's
1: the time. One day of work left. And I'm in meetings half of the day. So that means it'll go pretty quick.
0: So I I, I was kind of sleeping on my predictions last week. I did not predict a burnout game. But that would be a cool thing to see on Saturday.
1: It would, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. So far, none of us are wrong.
0: Yeah, so far, like, usually this week would be the one where we're like, oh yeah, uh, none of these things are correct, or like, a lot of our shit got ruined, but about most of this stuff at all, if at all, it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, Mm. I don't know. But some some video games have been announced.
2: They've actually been
1: announced they, they sort of leaked but not yeah. too bad Yeah. some of these are actual like announcements which is mm-hmm. cool That we'll yeah. talk about later but I'm ready my bare is ready for the E3
0: okay well it might be ready for E3 but I've been playing some video games in the lead up to E3 I'm not sure if you've had time you've been from the sound of it you've been pretty busy getting shit done yeah,
1: but I've, I've had some time, for sure. Um, played some of that Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a lot further into it now. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I, I really am. And there's, there's a lot of interesting aspects to this game. One, I, I just, I kind of like, The setting so far in the world that they've created so far, we'll see where it goes from here. But there's some interesting aspects to what they what Quantic Dream has created. Um, And I'm digging the three different storylines. As well, and I like how so far they're all kind of different. Um, I really like Connor's story. So Connor's story, he's like the detective dude um, that we've seen at like E3 in the past and everything. His storyline so far is really awesome. His gameplay I find to be the best because you're like a detective and you're actually going around finding clues and and and, and putting a case together, and then you got to say like this is what i think happened and you could be wrong on it which you know just depending on how you interpret stuff and i find that to be really interesting you know there was a very intense moment in in in, i guess scene if you want to call that where i was talking to another character and and it totally did not go the way i expected um in terms of dialogue and, and it kinda had to probe some stuff out of this character, which I thought was interesting and it was very fun. And and then the chapter after that was just like it, it was kind of one of those situations where you you know what you want to do, but everything you have to do to get there is just not good. Which in a way I, I I like and I don't like I wish there was a little bit more of a clearer path or maybe not clear, just a better path where like, like I had four or five options, and they all fucking sucked, and no matter what shit was gonna suck and, and i tried to go the better route but i had to do some bad things to get there but the end result would have been really good and i actually totally messed it up i messed up the button prompt and then it wouldn't let me do anything after that and like my character actually reacted to the situation of like damn it screwed that up that was your one chance and I screwed it up. So I kind of like those, those things. There's some nice choices that you have to make and everything. It's pretty game so far. I I really love it visually. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think if you're, if you're into those sorts of, you know, adventure games uh, sort of in a way of like you know you're picking your dialogue and your choices and everything there's some things to like about this game for sure and and it's got some good moments and some good characters so far you know i've heard that you know it, it's pretty strong in the beginning and then it kind of starts to go a little bit too fast down down the hill you know towards the end so we'll see on that but i'm enjoying what i played so far in each chapter i don't know maybe 20 or 30 minutes like they're all pretty short um but it's just like short little snippets of this story and then this story and then that story and goes further and further and um and there's actually connections between each chapter so even though you played one chapter and you might have did something to trigger something uh and then you might not come back to this storyline for two or three more chapters those connections are still there in that storyline which I like I like that it's still totally all connected so yeah we'll see I think without talking spoilers it's a little bit tricky to talk about this game to me because there's things that I want to say but like I don't want to spoil anything but but it's it's got some some moments. I, I was gonna play it the other night, but I was just totally not in the mood for something that was story driven and just like really kind of heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to shoot some shit. Okay. So, but I will keep keep on keeping on. So um, what'd you end up it, shooting? I shot a lot of aliens. In, in all kinds of stuff, whatever you want to call it, in Destiny 2. Okay. I'm on that Destiny 2 grind train, okay. dude. I'm just, I don't know, I'm really feeling it right now after being away from that game so long. And it's still not an, an amazing game. Like, I still have a ton of problems with it. And and there's really no reason to play this game beyond just doing your weekly stuff. Like, there's literally no reason to play it, in my opinion. Um, but doing those weekly things was fun, we were playing last night, we were doing Heroic Strikes, and they bumped a, the power level for Heroic Strikes up to like 350, which uh, I was definitely below 350 at the start of the DLC, but I've kind of gotten my way up. I was like 357. One of our buddies was at like 347, and then we we got grouped with another, another guy. I wasn't sure of his power level, but oh my God, it was like pulling teeth with this guy. Just... Bad decision after bad decision that he made, you know aggressive at the worst times, passive at the worst times, and it took us an hour just to get through one strike and it was like playing the nightfall, but like it shouldn't have been that hard it was it was just mind blowing and I don't want to put it all on just this guy and be like that sort of toxic person, but I just felt like it was just like, man, come on just got to play a little bit smarter, but it was a, it was honestly tricky in certain spots because the, I think melee damage was super buffed up. And so we were getting like one hit killed by thralls, you know, that's crazy when thralls are like the hardest enemy in the game, uh, because we were wrecking acolytes and knights like no problem in ogres and all that stuff. But thralls, when we were getting sworn by them we would just die all the time. It was crazy. Um, yeah, otherwise, I played some heroic strikes over the weekend um, before the reset with with some random people, and I played two new strikes that they added. Um, one of them was on Venus, and it was really fucking cool. And um, the other, because I'm pretty sure... That DLC, like, I'm not sure, or that uh, strike, I'm not sure when they would have added it, but I know, like, I went through it, and I'm like, I have never played this strike before. Mm-hmm. And, and it had a really cool final boss fight that was really tricky. Um, You know, good waves of enemies coming at you, but nice, a decent amount of cover, and the boss had some cool mechanics to it, which I liked. And then the other one that I played was definitely from the new DLC, Warmind. Dude just so frustrating this strike i'm not talking frustrating in terms of like it was hard i'm talking frustrating as in it's literally copy paste you can't get any you know better of of a description that copy and paste a story mission and just turn the difficulty up a little bit i fucking shit you not that's all it was I'm like, really? Like, you fought the same two bosses in the same areas in the same ways. I'm like, but they just turned the difficulty up just a little bit. I'm like, that's what you're selling people for $20? No. And that's why we'll get to, when we talk about the new DLC or expansion for Destiny 2, uh, I have a a thought on on a piece of it um, but I just I was blown away by that that like you're gonna just completely copy and paste turn a difficulty up and call that a strike ah, man, mm. man. But, but then like some of the new multiplayer maps they've added it's just they're fucking awesome they're so fun to play on um, like I really like dig the map it's called Pacifica uh, it's kind of a new one set on yeah um, titan i believe uh the one kind of out in the middle of the the ocean okay, almost it yeah. feels like uh but the map itself is a lot of fun and and they added a map from the last dlc that is this was the first time i played it's called the radiant cliffs and it's set on mercury um but mercury back before the, the vex took it over and so it's just got these beautiful visuals, just absolutely stunning visuals for destiny and just period. And, um, the whole, the whole design of that map's really fun. Um, yeah, just playing some destiny too. I am I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I played anything else, played some overwatch and we completely destroyed, like, just completely wrecked, and that was fun. We won almost every match in one in nice fashion. Won some close ones. Won some just smack them. And I think that's about it in terms of what I played. I'm just kind of playing Detroit and, and Destiny 2. Those are kind of things I'm bouncing around right now. Oh, no. I played a lot of God of War, actually. Okay, okay. I'm trying to, you know, stay on that platinum grind. And speaking of grind, I did Niflheim. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That's not fun,
0: man. Yeah, my least favorite part of the game. A
1: hundred percent. It's not very well. <sighs> I Because I, cause I, I just don't want to be a dick, just be like, oh, it's not well put together. But but like compared to the rest of the game. Like, I I just can't believe that, you know, Santa Monica put it in there and went like, this is good. You know, it's just so overly grindy and kind of ridiculous. Um, And for a while there, I was just getting my just tip when you go there you're probably going to get your ass handed to you until you start crafting the armor Mm -hmm. because once you start crafting the armor and upgrading that then you can last longer and it's just better armor armor yeah um so i did that and i i went through the grind to open up every chest in the center area so now i just got to get the anchor of fogs or whatever yep and and open them um but man it's it's a grind it sucks because that item is random And mm-hmm. yep. it drops so that's frustrating too you're just gonna go through and i went through it over and over and over again i didn't even get one i'm like great this is going to be a good time to, to get the rest of that stuff. Um, I did kill the Valkyrie in there. Did you fight the
0: Valkyrie? No, I didn't yet. No.
1: That was very intense. I, I almost did not make it out alive, but I did, and it was a good good fight. I'm looking forward to fighting, fighting a lot more of them. Um, also, just finished up pretty much all the side quests and the favors for the dwarves and everything. Those were pretty neat. Um, very well designed, I felt. I, I like it because it took you to some new areas. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and they weren't just like cheap areas that they just kind of made really quickly that felt like something else. Like it was the totally well thought out and well designed spaces that they took you to. So. It's cool. I like going back to that game. Game's just, just fun to play. And and you know, Niflheim is neat in a way because it's super combat focused. And if you like the combat, you're going to like that area. But just its design, its restrictions, it's just uh, not yeah.
2: fun. Yeah. I, I haven't actually,
0: I actually haven't touched God of War since finishing it. Uh, I intend to. I intend to go back and get that pla- uh, that platinum. But Man, I I didn't finish off Niflheim yet. I still need to get some of those anchors, um, and I still need to go in and fight the Valkyries and all that stuff. I, uh, man, I I just wish I had more time. That's that's it. I just I, see I've been playing other video games. I've been beating other video games. I actually beat two video games this week, Tyler. What'd you beat? Well, first off, I already talked a little bit about Moonlighter. But I finally finished off that game. uh, Beat all the dungeons, beat the final boss. It's pretty cool. I was hoping it would have a longer tail than it ended up having. Um, I kind of felt like I wish there was more game to this. Uh, But I, I liked it. I... I'm trying to. You said it
1: was very Stardew Valley. It Hokes was. It, yeah, but... it
0: was. But then it had a definitive end, and it was like, uh, oh, I guess I could continue playing it. Like I could continue playing it post game. I could continue going, f- just building the money up. But there's really no end to it. Uh, and I, and there's like there's kind of a a cap to like, like the amount of damage you can do. Like you get the last set of weapons. Uh, or, or the last set of the weapons you like and then you enchant that all the way you can and then you're doing the most damage you can you get the best armor and then get all the enchantments on that there you go you're done you, your character is not going to grow anymore and yeah. at that point it's kind of like well why why am I actually playing this now like what 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 is my objective here and yeah. there, quite simply there isn't one Unless I want to go back and do the Platinum, which is going to require me to do another run. Uh, there are some trophies attributed to perfecting the bosses. Which means... I, I'm assuming... I'd have to look it up, but I'm assuming it means beat the boss without getting hit. Oh. Which is going to be tough for some of them. Yeah. Uh, But I i really enjoy the game i i recommend it honestly even even though i kind of wish there was more to it i i can still recommend this game it's it's a lot of fun um the other thing i beat was castlevania curse of the moon uh i know bloodstained bloodstained curse of the moon (laughs) it's basically castlevania let's let's not let's not dance around it it's pretty much a castlevania game um yeah i i beat that in about three hours oh but it was just a stretch goal for their kickstarter and i got the game as as a backer of that of bloodstained ritual of the night uh i did get the code for uh curse of the moon and uh, yeah I, I played through it in one sitting uh there's a nightmare mode that i can go back and play through mm-hmm. uh because of the way that game ends it makes sense for there to be a nightmare mode and that sounds really cool and I, I I'll do that eventually, but I really enjoyed it. It's so I haven't really played too many Castlevania games, and I kind of forgot about how those games feel, uh, moving around and how they're jumping, momentum and stuff like that work. So it was it was bizarre trying to relearn all that, and I I thought it was a re- I thought it was fantastic. I think the pixel art is. Amazing! I think the bosses are super interesting. A lot of different boss mechanics are just really, really smart, and I, I think it's, I think it's a very cool game. I think it. I, I don't know how much it actually costs to other people. I think it's like fifteen dollars, but I can look it up here. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon on. Let's see what it costs on Steam. Oh, it's 10 bucks. Okay, it's 10 bucks wow. on Steam. I'm not sure what it is on PSN, but I'd assume it's the same price. It's not yeah. on sale on Steam. Um, but yeah, $10. It, I, I, Seeing that price, this is absolutely worth $10. Cool.
1: Yeah, that sounds fun. I hope it uh, translates well ritual of the night
0: so yeah it's it's really strange this is a very like old school looking game whereas uh, ritual of the night is uh, kind of like a 2.5 d art style i'm not sure how the gameplay is going to feel in uh, ritual of the night i hope it's similar i i hope because it it felt really good of all the different special weapons for the characters uh just just the way you, you move around and how the levels are designed i think that was really cool and smart yeah, I, I playing this made me a lot more excited for Ritual of the Night because I did not know like what to really expect. But now that I've seen them put out a smaller thing that that performed well, uh yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it.
1: It's smart for them to put that out. But I don't think this was made by a different studio, wasn't it? Wasn't this Indie Creates?
0: Yeah, this is Indie Creates. And they are oh, yeah,
1: working no, yeah, you're right. They are working on Bridge One. Never mind.
0: Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Silly me. Uh, I'm trying to think. I played a little bit more Nino Kuni too. Uh that's it's it's a fun game where I'm managing a kingdom and that's that's a that's a fun thing for me to do. Uh what about Yeah, Hooney? What three? What the hell are you talking about? You know, like knee. Please say ye. No, no. I did not know. Say yeah. No, and then cooney. You say hoony. We're not. We're not talking about Kanye West on this podcast. Okay. fine. Kippity doo poop. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Now, let's just <laughs> let's talk more about poop that yeah, mm, no actually let's not
1: mm. he is like the modern day mozart
0: i i want to turn this podcast off now yeah Sorry. oh god um but yeah that's uh, i'm trying to think of other things i've been playing um not much uh, on the consoles pc wise i i haven't played it but i downloaded another battle royale game it's called realm royale and it looks a little bit like world of warcraft uh, and it's, it's a class-based battle royale game where you craft like armor and potions and stuff to help you wonderful. it looks pretty rad and, right. I, and i can't wait to play it um yeah battle royales baby Woohoo!
1: How many of them do you think we'll see at E3?
0: Uh, so let's let's set the bar at. Mm, actually, we already did this. We already we already discussed Fuck, this. We did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we we definitely already said something about this. I think yeah, it was like did. three or four episodes ago. But yeah. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. 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 Twisted metal battle rail. That would be
1: the tits. But I don't know how you do it with a hundred.
2: Hmm tits. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, I've seen I've seen other games and another one that another battle royale game, like like it's called like Completely Realistic Battle Simulator or something like that that came out this week. It looks really goofy, like all the characters have googly eyes and mm. the physics are strange. Um but yeah that mm I'm going for honor. That battle one has royale. only like 40 players. Oh,
1: yeah. Interesting. I think for honor would be awesome as a battle
0: royale. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. one giant battlefield. You know, that could be an entire episode. We just talk about that what games could be... be battle royale, and we Go. just you know we just, we could just have a podcast about battle royales.
1: Yeah, let's start the Battle Royale Let's let's do a
0: weekly Battle Royale podcast where we we talk about the Battle Royale game that uh, released that week because Mm -hmm. it's going to be a weekly occurrence. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm sure there's already 1,200 Battle Royale podcasts. Absolutely. Do you think the new Diablo will have a Battle Royale? No, I don't. Uh, I can't really see it either, but... There there are job listings at Blizzard that indicate that a Diablo project is in development, whether that be a new expansion for Diablo 3 or a brand new Diablo game entirely is yet to be known. Tyler, what do you want from the next piece of Diablo or a new Diablo?
1: You know, I I don't even know what I want from Diablo because I just think Diablo 3 is like the perfect loop Mm -hmm. of of gameplay and loot in upgrading yourself and getting stronger. It's just... Like, just give me like new enemies, new areas, maybe harder shit. I don't know. Awesome boss fights. That's all I really care about. I, I, I don't know what you do with the Diablo Four because Diablo Three was just so, so good. As long as they bring back um, the rips, right? Yeah, rifts. Yeah, they were a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Bring them back. Um, and also just launch it day and date on console that's what i want the most
0: yeah i imagine they will i feel like as well as that game did on consoles like sales wise i feel like that's incentive enough for them to go console first like make sure console is day and date it's a similar situation in like to what bethesda did with the elder scroll series if you watched uh the no-clip documentary that went out this week about the history of Bethesda, but yeah, it's like you have a game that does well on console, and then from the, there on out, you're like, okay, let's just put them side by side and make sure it yeah. works on console day one.
1: Yeah, I mean, they nailed it so well uh, in terms of controls on on console that I think you kind of have to. I mm-hmm. do uh, what, what do you want?
0: Oh, man, I you know i just want it to be bigger just like a bigger spectacle like it's it already looks great but i i want to see what they can do like with just effects and stuff like that make stuff look prettier and because a lot of the game is is a little bit dark to me
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh i'd like to see them try to do i don't know just (laughs) liven it up a little bit
1: It's kind of like a no shit sort of thing that a new Diablo is in development, you know. At some point, they were going to make a new Diablo, it's not shocking to me. Yeah, uh, I if, if this post said like they're hiring for a new World of Warcraft project, you know, I, you I just know. think it's another well, expansion, yeah, then that's, so. it's just another expansion, or like, um, we're hiring for. I don't fucking know because they always just keep supporting their games. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Never yeah. mind my point.
0: Fuck mm. it. Do you think Blizzard ever does a fighting game?
1: No. Do you think Blizzard does a battle royale game? Yes. Mm. See, I think I think they'll be smart and wait around. And it'll be and it'll where be where a World of Warcraft
0: themed battle royale game. Sure. Where you play as like, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know what that looks like.
1: I think it'll be an Overwatch battle royale, and you just have a hundred tracers running around. You know, or Please. like, or like a hundred Anna's.
0: How about a hundred Hanzos? Oh, dude, that'd be dope. Just dude, take I'm away. Getting... Just take away the scatter shot, and just make it all, just the regular basic attack. <laughs> Hundred hanzo. Yeah, well, oh shit! Yeah, I haven't gone. played. I have not they, played it in a while. They
1: got storm arrows now, and those things will wreck your face. I love them. Mm. I'm becoming so good at playing hanzo; it makes me happy. Okay. And I just wreck said
0: ever it. said everyone who's ever played hanzo. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. Oh, um, I man. just I just
1: destroy faces. Okay. Good.
0: Let's. Move on. Tyler, this week PlayStation decided to start announcing things on daily yeah. streams. Things that probably won't, well, we almost can assume won't be on stage. Uh, the first announcement here Tetris Effect for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR from the creator of Res and Lumines. I saw the trailer of this and I am in i'm in for this man vr tetris with some trippy fucking graphics i think this is this is going to be really cool have you seen this
1: no but i'm playing
0: the trailer right now because i haven't watched it yeah i um it
1: looks very trippy so far
0: yeah as i i really like tetris tetris is one of my favorite games of all time i think it is a timeless game i think there will always be a place for tetris and this new spin on Tetris, just making it look like the way it does. I think, I think this is going to be a lot of fun, especially in VR. Getting in there, seeing all the effects blast at you as you—oh yeah—do that.
1: This game will be perfect for VR. With uh, there, these visuals.
0: Yeah, there will also be a demo for this. Uh, we can. It seems it seems to be pointing to a demo being launched at E3, so look for that it is it is one of the things that i did not expect but i am absolutely happy exists yeah Uh, i think
1: it i think it's awesome that it's coming to you know ps4 with playstation vr support mm -hmm. i think that's a great way for sony to try to push it it's almost like or push vr like what they did with resident evil 7 you know that game came to ps4 but it had support for PlayStation VR as well I think this, this is gonna be fucking cool I I uh, don't play Tetris that much Um, and, and the only reason why I don't play Tetris that much is because I'm so bad at Tetris that it, I just get mad at myself and I don't play anymore but this looks rad and luminous is rad so you kind of merge the two together
0: res is rad
1: <laughs> yeah like it's just gonna be all around rad it, You know,
0: yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be a fun thing that I will definitely play this year. Uh, I think. Yeah, they said it is launching this year, correct? I think that's in here. Yeah, this fall. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, that's good. Uh, Today's announcement on the day of recording, we learned about Days Gone release date. Days Gone's release date. It's February twenty-second. They also released a trailer. It looks you know it looks like days gone i i don't know how to how to put it man i me personally i don't i don't know what to think about days gone yet yeah are you you excited for it in any way i'm more curious okay I I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'm curious to see how it does. I'm not sure if I'll get it right away, but if I hear good things about it, I'll I'll check tra- I'll check it out.
1: So. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued by Days Gone, um, but I'm not like overly hyped by Days Gone. Like I, I want to see a little bit more because gameplay wise, I think it could be cool. I uh, to me like if this game doesn't have a good story i i highly doubt that i'm going to keep playing yeah
0: and you know, and so, it's, and it's so far we i in. don't know much about the character other than like i guess he lost his wife or something yeah and he has a bike and that that's yeah. all i really know about this guy he's he's a very plain looking man <laughs> yeah uh, and there's there's nothing really special about him yet that we know of other than he really likes that bike
1: yeah, but it does look like there there could be some very fun, creative gameplay to this um, with the Freakers. It's so weird to call them Freakers, but, uh, you know, it, it looks like, you know, you, you'll be able to do a lot of different things and bring them to enemies and distract all sorts of stuff. Why not? Could be fun. Mm. February 22nd, I feel like that's a great date for this. Yeah. It's so launched. A, it's out a of the way in February. Yeah. And in it's the perfect spot for this, I think. Mm. Honestly, it's it's earlier than I thought it was going to be. Sure. I thought I thought this was going to be like a March or
0: April release, but Hey, mm. why not? I'm not Well, yeah, I'm I'm waiting to see if that one is worth the money. Speaking of things, maybe or maybe not worth the money. Tyler, tell us about Destiny 2 Forsaken and their future plans with Destiny 2.
1: Yeah, so Destiny 2 Forsaken comes out September 4th. It's the big expansion for Destiny 2. It's the uh, the Taken King, basically, but for Destiny 2. Um, and there is a lot of interesting stuff going on here first of all there's going to be a new story who knows how long that story will be because uh you know tank king had a decent campaign uh but these dlcs they've done with curse of osiris and warmind i literally didn't think i was at the end of warmind i shit you not like i played it it was like three missions And I fought a boss, and I'm like, okay, cool. But then it gave me more stuff, so I'm like, I guess I'm gonna keep going. But no, I I finished the campaign, and I was like, wow, okay. Of course, it's gonna be much longer than that, but still, I want it to be meaty.
0: So you're gonna be going back
1: to the reef, the reef. I said that weird. The The, reef, the reef,
0: the (laughs) the reefer. Going back to the reefer.
1: Um, so yeah, you're going back to the reef, and but there's a new place as well called the Dreaming City, which will be for like endgame stuff. That's also going to be what the new raid is going to be. So there's a new, completely new raid, not raid layers, totally new raid. So that's cool. It's going to be new supers, which is cool. Um, they're rebalancing a lot of things. They're rebalancing how. Weapons work to the point where you'll almost be able to put anything in any slot now, which is weird. Um this one excites me but frustrates me. Um so one thing that was awesome that they added in Taken King was collections. And collections just let you track everything that you ha- you've gotten in terms of exotics, and let you know that hey, there's two more exotic chess pieces that you've never had before. Go get them. That wasn't a thing in Destiny 2. Why? I don't fucking know. They had they sort of had collections, but it didn't work like it did in the Taken King. Like it, it'll tell you everything you've collected. You can pull out those exotics again, but it doesn't tell you everything that you don't have, which is what I like about it. Um, Because I like knowing that, oh, yeah, I got all the all the helmets. That's cool. You know, so I hate that that's a thing like that's a selling point to this. Like, it's cool that they're bringing it back, but it's like it should have been there properly from the start. They're bringing back a thing called Triumphs, which is going to be just a lot of more end game challenges for you to do. That's cool. I love how they did it in the first game. I feel like that's something that really should have been in Destiny 2 from the start, just because there's not a lot to do end game wise If you had these people like checking things off, man, if you had that, I feel like a lot more people would have stuck around. Um, they're also adding a new gameplay mode called Gambit. It's 4v4. It mixes PvE and PvP together. Um, Basically, you're going to be fighting off waves of AI enemies. Um, the enemies drop items called moats, which can be picked up by players and taken back to the base and banked, sending more enemies to the opposing team. So you're like competing with each other. That sounds actually kind of fucking fun. Yeah, like I, I sort of want to play that because because it's there's some that is. Like, Destiny relies on it a lot, I feel, like, fight off these waves of enemies. But its gameplay is so good, and sometimes that creates some really intense moments that when you pull through, they're really exciting when you're just fighting off waves of enemies. I think if you're competing, that could be interesting. Yeah. What would be cool is if you ended up competing and finding like a really hard boss mm-hmm. and the team that kills it wins. You know? And that could always lead to like uh you know, oh the, the other team did all the work. We got in there and at the end got the final shot. It could lead to yeah,
0: that it, like the, the Halo Warzone thing is what that's reminding me of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and I don't know, maybe they could figure something out there, but you know that could be cool. Overall I think that that sounds cool. Um. Alright, here's the part that I'm a little just like okay on. They're adding a annual pass, so there's a season pass for the expansion to the game. Okay, so you're going to have three expansions, the Black Armory this winter, um, Joker's Wild Spring, and Penumbra in summer. This expansion pack is Uh, $30 so here's my only thing with that it's like okay you want me to pay for additional content to keep the game going I don't you know I love I like playing destiny so I don't know if I necessarily have a problem in terms of paying money but if these DLCs are anything like the first two for this game then fuck that like fuck that that's just so frustrating to me, because I don't think these first two two DLCs for Destiny 2 are were even remotely close to being worth $20 a pop. You know, so, I mean, whatever. If this was cheaper, maybe that's an easier pill to swallow to me. And, and of course, I'm coming from a position of, like, we don't really know what's going to be in these DLCs. Maybe they honestly will have some really cool fucking shit in them. But that's, you know their track record with the dlc so far with destiny 2 has not been good so now you in in like it feels like forsaken's once again like the taken king of like here's what destiny 2 should have been all along from the start with all this stuff we're fixing a lot of things We're we're making more end game content all this cool stuff but hey you really want to complete thing. You got to give us even more money. It's just like just constantly just shelling out money. It's a little frustrating. So like, I'm really on board with everything they're doing in the, in the base expansion by itself. It's just the annual pass. I'm just, I'm really iffy on that so far because the amount of things that they just fucked up and just flat out lied about with this, like, and now now you want them to pay extra. Like if you're really into destiny, like really, really into destiny, you're probably going to buy regardless, just because that's your game, but
0: I don't know.: Yeah, so and I'm not saying it should be free.: So as either. someone who bought base destiny for 60 dollars, how much more money do they want to bleed me for so I can get the complete experience at the end?: uh-huh. It's hmm. Yeah.
1: So that's a little frustrating. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. I'm on board with the expansion. I'm not on board with the annual pass. At least the price
0: of it. Yeah, which makes it sound like uh, they're going to have another one after it.
1: Yeah, because they could have another one like Rise of Iron in... Have another expansion annual pass to that one. Yeah. That's yeah, like there goes another sixty, seventy, eighty dollars. I don't
0: know. Fantastic. Just fucking
2: also, fantastic.
0: That release date though.
1: My golly. So you would have this expansion, three days later you have Spider Man. A week later you have Shadow the Tomb Raider. A week after that Spyro. A week after that's Call of Duty. Then Battlefield, then Red Dead, and then there's some other games that just got revealed for November.
0: Holy fucking moly. Too much. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely too much. Oh, boy. So, hmm. Once, hmm. Hmm. This really. Okay, so NetEase. Mm-hmm. A Chinese company you used does a lot of free-to-play stuff over there in China and all that kind of good stuff. I say good, good in quotes. Um, invested $100 million into Bungie for their next project, whatever they do, after Destiny. What the f- What the hell? Uh, is Bungie going to make a free-to-play game? Is, is Bungie going to- Bungie isn't owned by Activision, so is Bungie going to- I don't know. Does Bungie take Destiny with them? Do they sell it and start something new? What is what what is Bungie going to do? Yeah, this this is very interesting. I think it it opens the door to a lot of possibilities of what's next for Bungie because, like, before seeing this, I didn't really see them splitting from Activision to do something else. But knowing now, knowing that they do have another project, another plan other than Destiny. It, it kind of makes me wonder like does Bungie keep making Destiny?
1: No. I I don't think they do. Um I think Destiny 2 will you know have its 10-year cycle like they said it would. And then beyond that, I do I do see them making something new. I think that's just kind of how Bungie's going to roll. Like they're going to make a big cool new shooter franchise stick with it for a long time explore the shit out of it and then move on to something new so this this uh, says it doesn't impact their relationship with Activision or anything like that but it is an interesting thing of like you have this massive mobile and PC developer you know over in China investing into Bungie it's like that's weird Mm-hmm. I really do wonder what what they're going to do, because they invested a lot of money into them. You know, in, in well, this entice Bungie to bring Destiny 2 to China in some way. I don't know.
0: That would, That would be very interesting, considering all of China's strange laws about loot boxes and like publishing the odds and all that stuff that you have to do over there like especially since Destiny 2 does have those what rate what those engrams I forget that you can pay for but yeah it would be very interesting to see like see them comply with those Chinese laws and see if that's at all reflected in the way they treat the other regions
1: Which, I will say, they definitely have uh, adjusted that a little bit. You know, what you get out of those things, because they adjusted a few things. Like, you'll get the engrams when you level up. You'll also find these certain items every once in a while, which will allow you to basically almost enroll in this weird matrix this matrix has like i forget how many maybe 10 items and you're always guaranteed to get something you don't have always guaranteed and those things change every week but i will say that and there's always two like exotic items like ornaments or ghost shells or ships or something like that like the cool stuff Or some mostly cool stuff. And I swear, I mean, I've only been playing weekly for the past few weeks now, but I get at least one, if not both of those items all the time. I've gotten exotics that I've never had before. Like, they have made that better. So it would be interesting, you know, if they translated that over to the Chinese market.
0: Okay. I don't know. Yeah. See? Interesting, interesting, interesting... Moving on to more announced stuff this week, Hitman 2, yeah. coming November 13th from IO Interactive. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that this will be a very similar game to the first uh, Hitman game that IO made. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how... what. Mm. I want to know what the difference is between a Hitman two and just a Hitman season two. I, I want to know what the difference is in that, like, I, or maybe it's just because they are separate from Square Enix now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just I'm curious to see what they do. Um, there's also another like there's a they there was a trailer that went out and it's, it's uh, going to have. This sniper mode where you can play cooperatively. All Uh, right. uh, Yeah, I'm just. hmm, I wonder what the extent of the multiplayer of that is going to be. Yeah. You're going to be able to send two agents into a into a situation, or if you're going to be competitively trying to be the first one to kill the target, or something like that. That would be kind of cool. Or if you are you're there to kill a target and protect another target. That would be like there. There are some interesting things you can do with Hitman, especially with all their strange mechanics in the way that you uh, operate in that game.
1: Yeah, and I agree, and I think that that could be a lot of fun. You know, like, there's something about a cooperative hitman game that i th- just think could be fucking awesome mm-hmm. it almost makes me hope that the base hitman 2 is going to have some sort of co-op in it yeah you know what and that this isn't some one-off thing because i i just think that could be so cool just like you know taking out certain dudes or being sneaky uh you know planning with a friend it could just be a fucking blast um I don't, this trailer doesn't say anything, but I'm also, like, in the thing, everything that I've read, uh, nothing says that this is episodic like the first game. So I just, I also wonder, like, how much is going to be there at launch, you know? Have they had enough time to make something that feels like a full game? Because the first one had, what, five episodes? Yeah. Plus a bonus and a prologue and everything. Like, there was some meaty stuff there. How much is going to be in this one? But I mean, people love that
0: first one. I still got to play it. I, I have it. I just never played it. But now yeah, i, I like played I'm like I'm the first to. couple levels and I I just got busy. Yeah. Now I, I
1: feel the need to go play it. Maybe I'll start it this weekend now. Fucking... Mm. But Hitman 2 is exciting. The Hitman 2 coming out in November, November 13th. Ah. Yeah. Damn damn come on yeah like does it have to come out this year it's already enough Mm -hmm. I I just I wonder if this game will get swallowed we'll see I mm, there's so many massive games coming out this fall I I don't know Mm. this would be the
0: perfect January game uh, maybe maybe after E3 we can talk about games that we think will be delayed (laughs) yeah yeah
1: but it's cool uh it's gonna be published by warner brothers as well Mm.
0: oh yeah i I didn't catch that part okay all right uh the keelys are back this year the game awards show out in la returning on december 6th in los angeles uh thursday that's a thursday um yeah, that's going to be yeah, that that's a show. It's a it's a recurring show now. Um I yeah, tickets go on sale this Friday that you're might be listening to this if you're listening to it on an audio only format. Yeah. I I'm not yeah. sure. I I haven't been to the game awards ever. I'm not sure if this is the year considering my future employment status being up in the air. Um but yeah. This is I think it's always a good show. It's been getting better every year. The show has been getting better every year. And I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. Always
1: excited to watch I think last year's was the best. Yeah. I mean, last year's was really good. It had great announcements. The awards were great. Everything was well paced. You know, had some great stuff in it. And I think it's just important for this, this show to grow, for Jeff to keep doing it, to get more publishers behind it to grow.
0: And, and to get know, so many think... people in a theater to watch a new Death Stranding trailer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death Stranding will be there. I mean, absolutely. How can it not? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy the Game Awards. It's oh, going to be a good one. Yeah.
0: Some video games that may be in contention for the Game Awards... This year, dropping really? this week, new video games coming every week. And all video games are in cont- are eligible. Let's, all right, I'll use that word. Video games that are eligible for the Game Awards this year have released this week on the PlayStation Store and in retail stores. Tyler, how about you take this first one? I like this art. <laughs> how about Awkward on PS4? Play your
1: own risk. At the end of the 1800s, the government declared a global ban on this legendary card game due to an increase in bar fights, divorces, and family feuds. Hmm. Awkward. All right.
0: Here's, here's one that's uh, maybe in contention, Tyler. Blaze Blue Cross-Tag Battle on PlayStation 4 detail, Digital and Retail. I just combine digital and retail, and it becomes detail. Uh-huh. Huh, huh, huh! An unrivaled clash of explosive proportions created through an all-star collaboration between Blaze Blue, Atlas's Persona, French Bread's Under Night in Birth, and Rooster Teeth's hugely popular Ruby series. Cross Tag Battle celebrates the fighting genre for pros and newcomers alike. Interesting. Uh,
1: Next up is the Elder Scrolls Online Somerset. Join more than 10 million players in the award-winning online multiplayer RPG and experience a limitless adventure in a persistent Elder Scrolls world. I haven't
0: even finished the Morrowind thing yet. God damn it. Yeah. I need to get back on my Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Mm. Next up is Homestar VR full celestial planetarium a starry sky extended right down to your feet experience a sense of depth and feeling of immersion only possible with vr this doesn't sound like much of a video game
1: no It really doesn't. Uh, next up is the infectious madness of Dr. Decker. PS4. You are a psychiatrist trying to solve a murder while is treating the unusual patients of the recently deceased Dr. Decker. Ask any questions and collect the evidence as you uncover the identity of the randomly generated murderer while is trying to, ge- trying to figure out the chaos of
0: what was left behind. Mm. You like motorcycles, Tyler? Sometimes. Mm. Well, MotoGP 18 is out this week. Become the star of the 2018 MotoGP season. Pursue your career as a professional rider starting from the Red Bull MotoGP Rookies Cup to the premier class of the MotoGP.
1: Boy. I think these dudes that do this are insane. Yes. I don't want to get that close to a track while going 200 miles an hour on a motorcycle and they bend over to where they're basically just laying on the track when they turn. It's nuts.
0: I don't know how they do it. Props to them. If you know how to do that, let us know in the comments. (laughs) yeah,
1: uh, next up is Onrush, PS4 digital and retail. Onrush is a new breed of high impact, adren- adrenaline fueled off road arcade racing. It's about speed, takedowns, and teamwork with high tempo thrills that focus on the fun, the excitement, and the spectacular. This is made by Codemasters. They make good games. They make the dirt games, the grid games, the F1 games. Uh, this is more of an arcade racing game from them, and it looks neat. Yeah. We'll say.
0: Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Let's talk about the perils of baking. Tyler, do you like cookies? Do you like cakes? Certain cookies. Pies? I don't like anything that's
1: chocolate. Okay. I don't like and I'm allergic to peanut butter. Okay. Because I'm allergic to peanuts. Okay. So,
0: you like a good oatmeal raisin cookie? Sure. Why not? Mm. I'm also just a, a, a
1: massive fan of just the sugar cookie. Okay. A well-made sugar cookie, I can really get behind. Maybe throw some icing on there or something. It's a good good time.
0: Have you have you ever thought about the perils of baking those cookies? uh no i have not well let but me I, tell you about some i know there are <laughs> let me tell you about the perils of baking uh. perils of baking is a 2d platformer akin to the retro games that inspired it you play as a as the younger of two brothers famous for their baking it's up to you to stop your brother's evil plans as he is given in to a dark artifact all right e3
1: prediction Mm -hmm. bonus one yeah overcooked 2 announced it features cake baking as a group
0: oh man (laughs) gotta beat those eggs oh god i'm ready for overcooked 2 Mm -hmm. that
1: that's probably i'm serious that's probably a top
0: five game that nintendo switch uh leak kind of makes me curious to see what different things they could do on the nintendo switch just the nature of that console and the Mm joy-con i think they could do some interesting things with uh yeah 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 i think so so. like say you have a measuring cup and you have to scrape it off at the top to get the perfect amount of flour into your why not yeah it oh yeah Got to roll the
1: dough. Feel that HD rumble coming. Roll the dough. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yep. I'm down. Bring it on, dude. Yeah. I, that, I'm like more hyped for that game than than so many Overcooked other games. Overcooked VR. Ooh, that'd be dope. That'd be mm. kind of scary. Yeah, but it could be fun. It's the
0: way it some of the be, yeah, the way God. some of those levels go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just like you're jumping around on like fucking lava and stuff side of a tower with a giant meatball man trying to kill you you know
0: i see anime girls tyler tell us about these anime girls how about riddled corpses ex Mm. on ps4 and vita
1: riddled corpses ex is a twin stick shooter made by the style made in the style of 8 16 bit arcade games Travel through diverse locations packed with danger and huge bosses.
0: Mm, Mmm, alright. I like roller coasters, Tyler. And this week we're getting Roller Coaster Legends 2, Thor's Hammer. Fuck yeah, that's a fucking great name. (laughs) Roller Coaster... Legends 2. Thor's Hammer transports you to the mythical land of Loki and Thor. Travel to Asgard on the rainbow Bifrost before flying through the home of the elves in Alfheim. Cool. I like that. Next up is Shape of the World. PS4.
1: Shape of the World is a serene and surrealist first person shooter. First person shooter. First person explorer. You'll travel through dreamlike forests, aquatic caves, in peaceful shores, accompanied by psychedelic wildlife. Is that a good name for walking simulators? First person explorers? Sure. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. It's mm-hmm. kind of what you're doing. You're walking yeah. around exploring. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. we'll see holy shit this yeah. is out this week
0: yep oh boy Shaq okay. Fu a legend reborn Woo! on playstation 4 digital and at retail a vessel floating down a river contains an orphan baby boy he is found and adopted as he grows he learns of his true identity and destiny of greatness alright that's pretty cool there there there's a there's a keely nominee right there yeah absolutely. you think shaq's gonna come back to the game awards you remember that one year where he gave the esports award yeah he should and he just towered over everybody
1: yeah (laughs) he's a big man i think i would be scared of him if i saw him in person because he's so big his hands are bigger than my head Next up is Vampire, PS4 digital and retail, London, 1918. You are newly turned vampire. You can just call it vampire,
0: damn it. You don't have to call it vampire.
1: (laughs) Whatever. As a doctor, you must find a cure to save the city's flu ravaged citizens. As a vampire, you are cursed to feed on those vowed to heal. So, this is Vampire. This is from Don't Nod, the makers of Life is Strange. And this is their um, kind of mid tier RPG sort of thing that looks intriguing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting looking game. It's definitely like a lot different than Life is Strange. Don't go into it <laughs> thinking it's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah it's like a kind of like an action rpg with some crafting and like yeah it's i want to play it i have not downloaded it yet i have bought it but yeah strange that this game is releasing the week before e3 yeah
1: same with onrush
0: as well games that you thought would be a little bit like a bigger deal that you just mm, they kind of just drop out here yeah,
1: hmm. yeah, it, it, yeah. It's a weird time to put a video game out. I think. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you can listen to the new Ghost album, Prequel. Ghost is cool. Ghost is going places. This is a nice album.
2: Uh,
0: that album art is going places. Oh, that album art's dope. So this album is pretty
1: much every song is about the plague. Okay. The okay. Yeah. I'm sold yeah like they have a song called rats which rats plague that was a thing and then they have a song these are just a, two big singles they put out the other one's called dance macabre and I did not know about this one this so I guess when the plague was happening some people thought that they were just going to die anyway so they went to like brothels and stuff and started dancing with each other and that's what the song's about
0: dancing yeah they're fucking.
1: Yeah, I mean, lots of fucking dancing, all sorts of stuff.
0: Why not? Mm. Yeah, that's that's the stuff that's out right now. Damn. Tyler, I think. Hmm. I think it's time that we like we talked about where how how this year has gone so far. Like we we should probably. I, I'm not sure if I talked about this with you, but maybe it's a good time to like just do a little status check. Like mm-hmm. what happened this year so far? God of War happened this year.
1: Mm-hmm. To me, like that that game stands so much taller above everything else, in my personal opinion. Like that is by far the game to beat to me this year. Um in the game that I've enjoyed the most. Game that I think about a lot still, Um, you know, it's it's a really great game.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna go down through some of the games that I've played this year that released this year. Dragon Ball Fighters, which is a very good. Fighting game based around an IP that I enjoy quite a lot, Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celeste, an excellent platformer. Celeste, I need to get back to Celeste because that
1: that is certainly like a, a top tier game for the year,
2: mm-hmm.
0: for sure. Uh, Moss I, came I, I out. Enjoyed that game. Oh yeah, I did the the PSVR oh. game, uh, yeah. Monster Hunter World. Yeah, so which where was does
1: Monster Hunter World rank for you? Is that your game of the year right now? If you had the pick? Man, if that you played.
0: See, there are still video games that I need to finish. But the uh, way I don't, Monster Hunter you World have the played, the, so. the way Monster Hunter World is supporting its game like throughout this year with the events and stuff like that, with the new monsters that keep coming out, it's it is oh man, it's hard to say, but I I think that might top it for me, man. Uh, yeah, but did, it de- it you depends it more than God of War um, or Celeste I think I like it um, so it fits my taste better than those Ooh. games which is why I like it better I'm not sure if it's a better game gotcha. but it fits my taste better and I like it more yep uh, we also had Burnout Paradise Remastered oh that's right yeah uh, which I guess wouldn't really be in contention this year for rewards but yeah it's it's a fun thing that came out. Of course, God of War, an amazing game. Uh, Laser League, which is a multiplayer game that I've been playing. Yakuza 6, which I still need to finish, but so far, fan-fucking-tastic and hilarious. You need to play a Yakuza game. I do. Uh, Wizard of Legend, a, uh, a kind of like run-based roguelike. Uh, it's... Very fun and kind of like in the Binding of Isaac vein. Uh, we had Nino Kuni 2. Yep. Moonlighter. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. You had Far Cry 5. I'm trying to think of <laughs> yeah. other games that came out this year. I mean Detroit become human I'm, yeah, I'm Detroit.
1: thoroughly enjoying that so far. I don't think it's going to be like a game of the year candidate, but it to me could definitely be like a inside my top 10 sort of thing. Although there's so much shit that I'm looking forward to by the end of the year. I don't know how much Detroit's going to stand up. Yeah. You know, to me the top 2 that I've, I've played so far this year is God of War and Celeste. Uh, those two are really good. I I just think God of War to me cuz it's my sort of game i've enjoyed that franchise you know everything about it so that's just way way up there to me um far cry 5 is is i think hands down probably going to end up being my biggest disappointment of the year i really don't like that game and I, I i finished that game i saw the credits roll i immediately deleted it and then i traded it in and got 30 dollars for it at oh yeah local store and that's what i used to buy detroit so i really mm-hmm. i got detroit for 30 bucks I'm I'm like you know and i'm enjoying detroit way
0: more than than that um i can't remember if this came out this year uh hold on let me look at my trophy list to see like what the first trophy is that i would have got did that release in January? Did Tiny Metal release in January? Let me look this up because Tiny yeah, Metal is no, no, no. another game that I played this this year. A little like a, a turn-based strategy game. Uh, Tiny Metal came out. No, it actually came out last. <laughs> Did it come out last year? Yeah, I don't remember. Huh. That's interesting because. I feel like I got that on release day when it came out on PlayStation 4. Maybe it came out on PC last year. Yeah. Uh,
1: one of the things that I've thoroughly enjoyed, it's not really a game of the year candidate, but I just, I loved it so much. And that was the Assassin's Creed Origins, Curse of the Pharaohs DLC. Totally enjoyed my time with that. I can't recommend that enough if you want more Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, I mean, the environments were great. The story was great. The new stuff he gets great. It was cool. It was it was so cool that I am actually very disappointed that it wasn't in the main game because it was just mm. that that fun play to me. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's been a it's been a very good first half of the year. I I'm not, I don't think it quite stacks up to last to last year's first yeah. half, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's definitely one of the better first halves of the year. And this this fall looks just fucking yeah. brutal on the wallet.
1: <laughs> it, it really does. And in this fall, like I, I've enjoyed things in the first half I think you've definitely enjoyed a lot more video games than I have but there is so many that I'm looking forward to in the second half and I'm like dude I, there's no possible way that I'm going to be able to play everything so I'm going to have to pick and choose mm-hmm. I will pick and choose wisely and it'll be great yeah. It
0: may, yeah maybe I'll be maybe I'll be back in the area and we can yeah. do, some, do some of these couch co-op games that we haven't been able to do yeah maybe overcooked two will be a thing yeah yeah (laughs) how's that for a housewarming party baby fuck yeah Mm. all right well i think that's gonna do it for us this week tyler unless you have anything else i don't like to add all right I well don't,
1: i'm just ready for e3 how are you how are you doing e3 what you doing Doing anything fun uh just enjoying yourself sitting back relaxing you taking any time off
0: so i'm not taking any time off but really? i'm at the point where like i'm in the last couple weeks of being at my current job and they're not really expecting much mm-hmm. of me other than just make sure stuff doesn't catch yeah. fire or anything yeah. um but yeah i'm just gonna pull up the stream on on my work computer and uh yeah i'm gonna be like yeah it's It's gonna be right there yeah yeah just gonna have a good time and then of course the ones that are after work i I will definitely relax with a snack of my choice yeah (laughs) nice
1: i took uh i took monday off um I will enjoy those streams on Monday. I will be having the beer. I got to get a new bottle opener because the one – I lost my good one. The one I have sucks so bad that, like, I slipped trying to open a beer in my – fucking middle finger caught the, like, the edges, you know, the the sharp part of the bottle cap and cut myself. It was bad. I mean, it wasn't like a super bad cut or anything, but I'm like, this shouldn't happen with a bottle opener. No way. So I gotta get a new bottle opener for the weekend, but damn. That's what I'm doing. Just Just enjoy myself hanging out. I think it's gonna be me, Keith, and maybe your brother
0: yeah he i saw i saw he might come over
1: yeah which is weird because i've never once hung out with your brother not over the internet without you huh so that's going to be a first
0: (laughs) yeah i yeah it'll
1: mm. it'll be interesting yeah cool all right who else is coming over but
0: yeah i'm excited e3 yeah we hope you all enjoy your e3 Next week, we'll probably talk about what's happened at E3, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, also, all the conferences um, will have happened by the time we record, probably. Yeah, I can probably... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk after. Okay. Well, until next time, you can contact us at via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Leave us ratings on your podcast app of choice reviews they help a lot yeah you can find me at the arctic sloth and you can find tyler and his youtube channel at plugged on vids tyler y'all are gonna have some e3 coverage over there aren't you
1: probably we'll probably make a video or or two Mm. like usual
0: yeah. Me Personally, I will be doing a co-stream kind of thing for definitely the Sony conference. I will be streaming alongside of it. So you could watch along with me if you want to on my Twitch channel, which is right here. If you're watching it live or via twitch.tv slash the arctic sloth, that will be a fun time. Whew. It's, yeah. It's time to get out of here. Tyler... <laughs> Until next time, these people should play their video games and be good to each other and maybe, just maybe, Tyler, drink it a beer? Am I drinking a beer right now? No, drink a de beer.
1: Oh, yeah, drink it the beer. Also, drink it the LaCroix.
2: God, I, I just, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>